What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, a bunch of the major dominoes have fallen. The biggest dominoes have fallen all of a sudden as we entered the winter meetings. The biggest names are off the market. Judge, Verlander, Trey Turner. All these guys are off the market. Aaron Judge, a nine-year, $360 million to remain a New York Yankee. Justin Verlander. Two years, $86.66 million with the New York Mets. That average annual value, 43.33, equals his new teammate Max Scherzer for the MLB record highest ever. Trey Turner, 11 years, $300 million with a full no-trade clause to the Philadelphia Phillies. It was actually reported Trey Turner turned down $341 million from the San Diego Padres. So he's going to be a Philly. The Cubs have, have signed a four-year deal with Jameson Tyone. Four years, $68 million. Phillies have signed Taiwan Walker to a four-year deal worth $72 million. The Rangers have signed Andrew Haney to a two-year deal worth $25 million. The Giants... Mitch Hanniger, three years, $43.5 million. And the Cubs signed Cody Bellinger, the former MVP, to a one-year deal, $17.5 million guaranteed. Last but not least, the Guardians have signed Josh Bell to a two-year, $33 million contract. I mean, I just rattled off some of the biggest names on the free agent market. These guys have all found a home, and they did it quickly. You know, I like this style of offseason a lot better than what we've seen in previous years. I think with a new collective bargaining agreement, um, you know, there's more transparency as to exactly how teams can be compensated for losing good players. And people feel like it's more fair. Players feel like they're getting better deals. They don't feel like there's collusion with the owners to drive prices down and things like that. Like we saw back in, let's say, 2018, you know, the winter of 2018, which was a really rough one. Now we see a bunch of top names flying off the board. And these are really, really big signings. I mean, let's let's just dive into the major ones, right? So Trey Turner, 11 years, 300, going to the Philadelphia Phillies. Trey Turner turns 30 in June. He had a huge breakout campaign in 2016, and he's been one of the best all-around players in the game since then. He's stolen at least 27 bases in each full season in that time, twice getting over 40 steals. His career batting average is over 300. Although his power wasn't as impressive earlier in his career, he's continued to push that portion of his game upwards. Now he, he'll he get you 20 bombs a year. And you can definitely count on that. I mean, he's the first big free agent this winter to, uh, sorry, shortstop free agent to come off the board. You know, they have the big four, Correa, Bogarts, Swanson, and Turner. Now it's just Correa, Bogarts, and Swanson remaining. And this is, this is a pretty healthy deal. I mean, 11 years, 300. I mean, this will mean Trey Turner turns 40 years old in the final year of his contract. So this deal does have some similarities to that of Bryce Harper, but, uh, you know, the Phillies just went to the World Series and they want to go back. They are making some serious moves. They go out and they get Trey Turner. They go out and they get Taiwan Walker. That is definitely going to help. That is definitely going to help. I mean, especially a team that has tasted victory and wants to go back there. Bryson Stott was their shortstop for much of 2022. It looks like he's going to have to find a new home. You know, they're not going to shy away from an elite free agent just because they have a young kid at that position. They're, they're not. 
Moving out to New York, Justin Verlander signing that $86.66 million deal with the Mets. He's not coming back to Houston. That's a surprise to me. I thought the Astros would do whatever it took to resign this guy. But I guess they're going to go another way. I'm not going to count the Astros, though. You know, they are the reigning World Series champions. They let Correa go last winter. That ended up just fine. They let Verlander go this winter. We'll see how that goes. $86 million for a 40-year-old ace is a lot of money. But for Justin Verlander, it's worth every penny. It's worth every penny, absolutely. But the Mets now on paper... You know, they they found a replacement for Jacob DeGrom. Jacob DeGrom went to Texas, so they went out and got Verlander, who is every bit a replacement for DeGrom and has, frankly, been more healthy than, than DeGrom recently, which is kind of interesting to say, considering that JV is 40 years old. Like I said, Trey Turner reportedly turned down 341 or sorry, $342 million from the Padres. That's quite a bit more. That's quite a bit more. Although, you know, as far as the exact length of the contract, including potential deferrals, we don't know at this time. So it's on paper, it sounds like more, but it could have been a worse deal if there was a lot of deferred money or something like that. Because oftentimes teams leak these numbers to the media to make fans think that they tried harder than they did. And then when you really look at the deal, it's like, oh, you know, you're going to be paying this player until they're like 55 years old instead of giving them the money up front. So it's not being reported that the Padres are no longer pursuing shortstops after they failed the bid for Trey Turner. So we'll see. I mean, Fernando Tatis Jr. will be back in 2023. He'll probably be playing a lot more outfield than he did in the past. But we'll see what they end up doing at shortstop. Maybe they might just keep ha Sung Kim there. But... We'll see. The Cubs signed Jameson Tyon to a four-year deal, $68 million. So this this is a good deal for Chicago. I mean, obviously, this will send Tyon back to the NL Central, where he spent most of his career so far. He pitched with the Pirates for quite some time. And, I mean, ever since he got to the big leagues at 26, in 2016, he broke in with... Really solid numbers, 18 starts of 3-3-8 ERA ball, and that kicked off a solid stretch for him in the black and gold in Pittsburgh. And then he went over to the Yankees with solid for a couple years, and two years in New York, becomes a free agent. Now he gets he gets some money to join Marcus Stroman in the starting five. But obviously that rotation is not it's not really um headed by any any big names, but Jameson Tyone is a good is a good pitcher. Speaking of Chicago, it's being reported that Wilson Contreras has received preliminary multi-year offers from the Cardinals and the Astros, both of them. And a third team has put forth an offer, but we don't know the identity of that club. We just know it's not the Red Sox or the Rays. But both St. Louis and Houston have been tied to Wilson Contreras this offseason. And that's, I mean, that's a good company, right? These are two teams that win a lot. These are teams that have... Especially with St. Louis, moving on from Yadier Molina, they're they're used to having a solid backstop there. And when you're replacing Yadier Molina, of course, the expectations are going to be high. Wilson Contreras can definitely meet that standard for sure. As far as Houston, they're just looking for some more offense, perhaps, out of that catching spot. You know, they've had Martin Maldonado as their top catcher for some time. And uh, Contreras is versatile, so... 
So we'd be expected to rotate between catcher, left field, and DH if he did land up, land in Houston. And obviously he'd be in a winning situation, which is something that I'm sure he values. Someone who has a World Series ring and knows what it's like to win. But of course, as a free agent, you also want to cash in. You want to see your chance for your career. So we'll see where Wilson Contreras ends up. Taiwan Walker. So, of course, the Phillies, like I said, they've tasted victory. They've now come in and added Walker, coming off a solid season in New York. Now he's going to get $72 million to join Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, and those guys. You know, Ranger Suarez, if you want to add him to that mix. But it's going to be the big three of Wheeler, Nola, and Walker in Philadelphia. Andrew Haney, you know, he's not really a big-name pitcher, but he's getting 12, $12.5 million a year to go to the Texas Rangers. This is a Rangers team that just signed DeGrom. They continue to rebuild, hoping that Haney can, can, can have some positive regression here. I mean, his, his peripheral numbers are okay. They're okay, but, you know, obviously you're just hoping with – with Andrew Haney, the strikeouts play. Because since the start of 2016, he has a 27.2 strikeout rate. That's well above average. And that's ranked 21st among all pitchers in the major leagues since 2016. So he's a strikeout pitcher when he's on. That's what you're hoping to get with him. Hopefully, hoping he can get some swings and misses in Arlington. Mitch Haniger is going to San Francisco. He's going to be with the Giants. So he is a Mountain View, California native. So he's returning home. This is his first time being a free agent. So $43.5 million guaranteed over three years. This is a very good bat. Very, very good bat. I mean, this is not the outfield splash. San Francisco fans have been urgently waiting. But there's no question Mitch Hanniger is an upgrade to a lineup that was pretty middle of the pack in 2022. So he's been an above-average hitter in each of his six seasons with the Mariners. And, yeah, you know, you get it clean up for you, you know, hit whatever. But injuries have just been what's prevented him from following up with another full season since 2018. 2018 was his best season to date. When you put him, you know, when he was an all-star, 11th place finish in AL MVP voting. But it really is about avoiding the injured list for Mitch Haniger. And Cody Bellinger, you know, we know he's had a serious fall from grace. We talked about this on a recent episode, but the Cubs are going to sign him to a one-year deal. It's a prove-it deal. He's 27 years old, hoping he can bounce back in some way. $17.5 million. It's, it's a good chunk of change for him, but you know, you're just hoping that he can prove it. If not, after one year, you wash your hands and move on. And Josh Bell headed to the San Diego Padres. Two years, $33 million. You know, it's been said that the Padres have a hold at first base. They're trying their, they've been trying for, for, I've been hearing this for years now. For years that they wanted to get rid of Will Myers. They never found a trade partner. And now that Will Myers' contract expired, they can finally move on. And it's going to be Josh Bell, who played in Washington with the Nationals this past season. And he was really good. I mean, obviously, he was traded to the Padres in the summer. But, I mean, he was really good with the Nats. Hit 301 with a 384 on base, 493 slugging. That's a 143 right around speed plus. But he, he did fall off a bit when he got to San Diego. But ups and downs are nothing new for him. At multiple points of his career, he's appeared to be on the cusp of being a you know, star caliber slugger, and then he would fall into a slump up and down, up and down like that. That's kind of how his career has been. But the Guardians are looking for some pop, and this is where you can find it. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, so many updates around the league. The hot stove is is lit. It's it's blazing on the highest level. So, that is where we stand with things for today. That's going to do it. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.